Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. In our last study, Jesus warned against covetousness and encouraged us to be rich toward God. Today on Drawing Near, Jesus continues to focus on our attitude toward material things, but from a different perspective. While we are not to covet what we don't have, we are also not to worry about what we may lack. Please take your Bible and open it to Luke chapter 12 and follow along as we study not to worry. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for today. We thank you for the privilege of coming before you acknowledging you as our God and our Savior, knowing, Father, that through faith in Jesus Christ, we are eternally secure with you and will spend eternity with you. We thank you that heaven is a place where there is no more desire, no more weeping, no more loss, no more saying goodbye, no more death. Father, we thank you that our fleshly desires will be put away from us once we get to heaven. But, Father, while we contend with those things today, We pray that you would increase our faith, give us understanding, and be our strength in our time of weakness. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In Luke chapter 12, verse 22, we're told, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I say to you, Do not worry about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on. Life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. As we study the Bible together verse by verse, we often come across verses that deal with worry. Worry is a big issue. It's a problem for most of us, maybe all of us. Well, Jesus deals with worry here, but he's not dealing with worry specifically, but worry over possessions. His theme has moved from fear to material possessions, which helps us to understand a greater context about these issues. We know a great deal about fear, having studied the previous passages, and now we're going to deal with material possessions. We're not to covet them. Our life is more than what we own. We need to be rich toward God. That's what our life is supposed to be built around and guided by. And now we're told that we're not to worry about our life, what we will eat, nor the body, what we'll put on specifically nourishment and covering. We're not to worry about our lack. Maybe you don't have enough to eat. Maybe you don't have the clothes to wear that you desire. These are rudimentary things. These are the basic things of life. Most of the world that we live in lack food. Most of the people only have one set of clothing, maybe two. They don't bathe every day. They don't bathe often. They don't have running water and electricity. And you say, Pastor, this is ridiculous. That's not true of most of the world. And yet, it really is. Most of the world consists of third world countries that live in what we may regard as hovels and barely get by day by day. When the Bible talks about the rich, you may not be rich in your community, but within the global community, you in all likelihood are very, very rich. 
your life consists of a lot of material things and maybe far more than you need. That's a hard thing to consider because for most of us, we're in acquire mode. We think we need more. We think we need better. So Jesus is telling the people around him, he's telling his disciples specifically, do not worry about your life. Don't worry about what you eat or what you put on. Why? Because your life is more than food. Your body is more than clothing. He goes on and explains in verse 24, he says, Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which have neither storehouse or barn, and God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? God cares for the birds and provides food for them. Now, he doesn't provide steaks. He simply provides what they need to live day by day. And they don't sow. They don't reap. They don't build storehouses and store up grain. He provides for them. And then we're told that as God provides for them, we are to recognize, as we've already seen previously, we are of much more value than the birds to God. And he says, which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? Which of you by worrying can grow six inches or add a foot to your height or make your body bigger, stronger? Which one of you through worry can do this? And the answer is none of us. Worry does not build. Actually, worry tears down. Worry doesn't make us stronger. Worry makes us weaker. Verse 26, if you then are not able to do the least, he considers adding a cubit to our stature the least, why are you anxious for the rest? If worry does not allow you to do the basic bottom line things, then why do you worry about the things that are even bigger? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And Jesus says, and yet I say to you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. He's not talking about a field. He's saying Solomon wasn't clothed, wasn't arrayed like one lily. In Jesus's eye, therefore in God's eye, the lily has more splendor than Solomon in all his glory. If then God so covers or clothes the grass, which today is in the field and tomorrow is thrown in the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? The reasoning is sound, and our mind understands it and grasps it. And probably there are some among us, if we're thinking about this, that says, yeah, but how? (laughs) Am I supposed to quit my job and just let God give me food? Am I supposed to not work at all? And that's not what we're being told here. We are to work. We're taught that over and over in Scripture that we're not to be lazy. We're not to be idle. We're not to live off of other people. If we're able, we are to work. We're not only to work to provide for ourselves, but we're to work to provide for those who have need in our homes, in our families, and in our community. We're to work. But going to work doesn't mean we worry. We're not driven to work by worry. We're not driven to save by worry or greed. We need to trust in the Lord that he's going to provide. Now, do we need a message like this? Absolutely. When everyone from the president to our next door neighbor is talking about the lack of food, when everyone is talking about how 
things are going to get worse. When people are filling up garages and basements and pantries with food for years to come, yeah, we need to think about this. What are we to do? Well, I don't know what you're to do to be prepared, but I do know you're not to worry. Fear is not to drive us. We are to trust God. God will provide what he wants us to have. And we need to know our life is more than these things. To God, our life is more than these things, and therefore, our life ought to be more than these things to us. We need to have God's perspective. How do you stop worrying about these things? How do you stop being someone who has little faith? Well, we need to increase our understanding. We need to increase our vision of God. We need to see what God says, what God promises. We need to see how his grace and mercy provide and protect. We need a bigger vision of God. And sometimes our view of the world and circumstances and material things, of the momentary things, are bigger than our view of God. We need to take our eyes off the things of this world and look to God. The wonderful hymn that says, Turn your eyes on Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. That's an important hymn. We need to remember it. We need to practice it. Father in heaven, thank you for this. Thank you for the reminder, the constant reminder in your word regarding our everyday struggles, our carnal struggles. Father, you know us. You know what we need. Jesus, living among his creation, addressed the very desires and concerns and questions of their hearts, their daily struggles. And I thank you for this wisdom and this counsel, this instruction. Help us to be wise and full of faith in receiving it and obeying it. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.